Fraternal Order, Raven, Chapter 1 Since the day I made that promise, I have regretted it. In fairness to me, I did do it to please my mother. I think. Sort of. Well, you be the judge. This all started, give or take, about five years ago in my hometown of New York. In case you've never been there, it really is the city that never sleeps. Unfortunately for my poor parents, by the time I was a senior in high school, I had interpreted that to be something more like the city that never sleeps by herself. I had taken to sleeping around, and around, and around that. Actually, maybe, according to three or four of my therapists, this might have started more like 18 years before that. You see, my father, a New York City firefighter, was doing what most Irish Catholic fathers did in 1993 when his first child is being born. He was sitting at a bar a block away from the hospital, smoking cigars and getting drunk with his friends, trying to catch the last few minutes of the football game on the televisions before the old lady pops. And man, had he gotten drunk that night. After getting two more phone calls to the bar to hurry up and come to the delivery room, he stumbled in red-faced and loud only to see that my mother had already been sedated due to a labor so intense it had scared the young obstetrician in charge. Upon cradling me like a prized whiskey bottle, he bellowed, Hot damn! and proudly proclaimed me, Mary Magdalene Fitzpatrick. Really, Dad? Really? I'm named after one of the most famous whores in the Bible? According to family lore, the next morning when Mama heard the news, she started whipping his hungover ass so bad that hospital security had to be called. But it was too late. The birth certificate had been sent off to the New York State Records Bureau for recording, and that was that. She didn't even speak to Daddy on the day of my baptism. Lucky him, I'd imagine. So fast forward 18 years to that fateful Christmas Eve on Manhattan's Lower East Side at Our Lady of Grace Catholic High School. Like every year, all the seniors were dragged into doing our rendition of Charles Dickens' A Christmas Carol. For the most part, it was a sad little affair sparsely attended by only the most devoted of parents. Not particularly devoted himself, my dad would only acquiesce to the two-hour waste of time if he could carry a flask. And a backup flask. My mother agreed in exchange for his forcing my little brother to bring the family video camera and get it all on film. Both of these were really, really bad ideas. My latest infatuation had been Daniel Abramowitz, a deliciously tall boy with a shock of black hair that never quite obeyed the rules. The hair, not the boy. Besides his little boy devilish eyes, Daniel's claim to fame at Our Lady of Grace was not just that he was the only Jewish kid in the senior class, he was also the New York State Governor's son. It goes without saying that I had to fuck him. I mean, that is all-around bucket list material for any Long Island Catholic girl, right? Around 7.30 that night, Daniel and I found ourselves alone in a relatively secluded part of the backstage catacombs that made up the century-old high school theater. I think he had been sent searching for some prop needed for the third act, but I had admittedly tuned out immediately once Mrs. Baker had motioned for me to go help Daniel. He was digging through ropes and pulleys and curtains and props and a hundred other things I could have cared less about while I was standing within inches of his yummy smelling heat. Hey Mary, can you hand me that broom over there? He asked. I think he was saying something, but I was still frozen there smelling him. Mary? I looked up. Huh? Hand me that broom. Oh, yeah. I reached over and grabbed it, pushing it to him. He resumed his search. Mary? He asked, never looking up from his task. 
Yeah? Are you sniffing me? He sort of laughed as he asked. I think I might be. He still seemed to be concentrating on the task of finding whatever he was looking for. That cool way that he held himself was intoxicating. Hey, Mary. Yeah, Daniel? Don't worry. I'm dying to fuck you, too. So there are a couple cogent backstory points that will put this situation a little better into perspective before I get back to this scene. This wasn't just any Christmas Eve. This was the holiday season that unofficially kicked off the primary race for the 2012 U.S. presidential race. 